for tuning in to 2020 Bible Stories, where we read the unforgettable stories of the Bible with open eyes and clear views. I'm your host and storyteller, me. And I'm Fish, your thought commentator, where I'll be giving, giving my thoughts on the story, or based on the story thus far. Right. Because every story isn't always read in its entirety during that episode because they can't be a bit lengthy, but... We do try to learn something, you know, that might take us a ways away, which is why we call them takeaways. And we encourage you to send us your takeaways too, as well as your thoughts and requests to 2020BibleStories at gmail.com. Let's get it. All right. Now that we've gotten the pleasantries out of the way, let's start today's episode. That's it. Let's get it. Yeah, you said it before you was supposed to, though. It's all right. Let's go. All right. Let's start it. Welcome and thanks for tuning in to 2020 Bible Stories with Meek and Fish, where we read the unforgettable stories of the Bible with open eyes and clear views. I'm your host and storyteller, Meek, and with me as always... Fish, you're the commentator. <clears throat> now, as you all can hear... We're outside today. You got the crickets in the background. I don't know what else we out here in nighttime. They all chirping. And what we are going to do is conclude this season of Judges. The story of 12 heroes, men and women, who helped rescue Israel from its oppressors. Um, okay, so let's kind of again go after this. After Joshua died and all the elders that was, again, around, that was living at that time, after they all had died, the nation experiences a leadership vacuum, leaving them without a strong central government, basically. And the decline happened rapidly, with the first step being incomplete obedience, refusing to eliminate the enemy completely. And this eventually led to everyone doing what seemed right in their own eyes and becoming captives to the evil that's around them. And it was only out of their desperation that they begged God to rescue them, who kept his promise and raised up judges to deliver his people. So that is where the book of Judges basically comes from. Well, that's the sum of it again. These people had a leadership vacuum. They started to do whatever seemed right in their own eyes. And as a result, God raised up judges to deliver his people. And that is until complacency and disobedience set in and the cycle would just begin all over again. And now the judges were far from perfect. If you stay tuned this season, we read a lot of it. Now all the judges, again, weren't completely you get what I'm saying talked about but the majority of them were and from their stories we saw saw, again that none of them were perfect in fact they included an assassin someone who doubted God and a sexually promiscuous man but when they were submissive to God God worked through them in amazing ways Judges is also a book about individual and corporate sin, which is not sin, 
done by corporations, although they too commit sin. Rather, corporate sin is a sinful act done by many to others. So, what is the moral of the story? What is the moral of the book of Judges? Well, for me, the purpose of this book is to show God's judgment against sin is certain. And that his forgiveness of sin and restoration to relationships are just as certain for those who repent. What did you conclude from the book of Judges? I concluded that God <laughs> don't play no games. He don't care who you are and what you're doing. He gonna get you. Which is essentially what I just said. That again, God's judgment against sin is certain. So, let's again go over some of these judges. Let's start with Othniel, Israel's first recorded judge. Well, in this book anyway, because technically the first judge was Moses. But, Othniel, the only thing I took away from his little paragraph is one of my previous takeaways, which is God's promises sometimes aren't for us but our descendants, our children, their children, their children. And here it was that Caleb's nephew, Othaniel, was the one who would be the first judge. So again, Caleb, Caleb again, he started, basically. Caleb was seen as... I don't remember none of them. Lord have mercy. Caleb is the one who stood out, if I'm not mistaken. He was the one of the two people... To push that lady out there? What? Oh, never mind. Caleb is one of the two men, because it's Caleb and Joshua. They were the only two who said, we can conquer the land. Oh. They were the only two who said that, yes, we can conquer this land. And Caleb, again, it's not much said that because of his faith, because he knew that God blessed him essentially like I'm going to make sure you get a nice portion of this land you and your descendants and as a result as I stated Othenu, his nephew he received that blessing he was the first judge so again sometimes what God promises us is not technically for us but our descendants um you got something to say about Othenu? Nope. I guess not since you don't remember Oh. Um, Ehud, the left-handed killer. Oh yeah. God is ready to use our unique qualities to accomplish his work, which is my takeaway from Ehud. Or again, what some may see as a weakness is actually seen as a strength to God. So again, he was he wasn't checked, like I said, when he went to go uh get the money or pay the money when he talked to the man. Because again, ain't nobody checking. For no left-handed warriors, essentially. Everybody out here right-handed. So what he saw again as a weakness, what other people may have saw was a weakness that he was left-handed, God used it. Because guess what? Ain't nobody checking for me, essentially. And since ain't nobody checking for my left hand, when they go to, again, to pat me down, essentially, they're not patting down my right side. 
They're patting down my left side because if I'm right-handed, that's what I'm going to check. So, again, nobody checked the right side because that ain't what we used to. That's not what we know. So, what some again saw as a weakness, God used it as a strength. And he went in there and plunged it into that man's, as he stated, so deep into his fat, you couldn't even see the sword. Well, mine's mine's is on the line of that, but I've called it strategy. Out strategy, out thinking the thinkers. Everybody knew I'm left-handed, so I'm other planet on my right side. So they just gonna pat me on one side. And I have a testament to that because so back in my time when I was in the street, police came and had us all up against the wall. So you know, being that I was a girl and they thought I was a boy, but they found out I was a girl, they told me to pat myself down. <laughs> so I told him, <laughs> I, said, I ain't had nothing, but I had all my uh, <clears throat> stuff in my in my pocket. Now, other times, uh, yeah, expect the, don't expect the unexpected strategy. Mm-hmm. Oh, out thinking the enemy. That's what I was saying. Out thinking the enemy. You thought that again. You thought that he wasn't strong. Same thing with Moses because he stutter. You think I can't I use you, but guess what? You gonna go yeah. right up in here and do what I assigned for you to do. Um, Sham God, the one who killed six hundred Philistines with an ox gold. Now, an ox gold is a long iron stick with a flat piece on one end and a sharp point at the other. The flat piece was used to clean the mud off the the plow, and the sharp side was basically to get them moving. So, I pretty much got the same takeaway for this one, too. He used an ordinary tool as a spear and killed 600 people with it. So, again, something that somebody saw as a weakness, God used it as a strength. You saw this little ox gold again as just as that. To clean the, uh, the, the mud off the cows or whatever it is that you had to clean up off of the camels, donkeys. And at the same time, the sharp edge was to get them going. To get him poked the same way with the girl who did the uh, the 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 tent peg in the man's head again, something that you an ordinary tool that you see as a weakness that cannot be used. He used it as a strength. We're gonna use it because I can use any and everything to get my will done. You can't stop me. I'm gonna use anything. I can use a pencil right now if I wanted to. So mine's could be well mine's is by any means necessary, but it could still be strategy because when it comes to life or death, anything, anything that you set your anything can be used. Mm-hmm. Anything. Strategy by any means necessary. Mm-hmm. So you I got to do what I gotta do with what I got. With what I got. The exactly. spray can and the lighter, these scissors. <laughs> Whatever I got, gonna get yeah. again my my hamburger. Thank you. Whatever I got to use to get it done, I'm gonna get it done. Yes, whatever I got to use to get the job done, I got these two cheeseburgers. Let's see what we gonna do. By any means necessary. Deborah, the only female judge. My more for her story was that God chooses leaders by His standards, not ours. And wise leaders motivate and help the people they call into action. That was my moral for Deborah. Because again, 
at this point, who is a woman? Ain't that how that's how to, even today, who are you? God said she's one of mine. I'm going to make her a judge. That's who she is. Or you can go back to T.D. Jakes and it's like, society is turning women into men. N- no. Oh, act, what do you say? Women that act like men? No. What women are being raised exactly. to be men. And yes, then you wonder why the man shy away from you. Exactly. That was no. Deborah had her coming. Deborah, had, Deborah was like, yeah. Deborah, again, do. as I stated, God chose her. Exactly. I don't care what society says. I don't care what tradition says. Like I said she's harmony. good enough. Yeah. The, the I feel like she can be used, and I'm gonna use her. I don't care what y'all say. But if you look at it, he used everybody that had a sin. As I said, no, because we all sin. Exactly. And last time I checked, my Bible said not one of us. Exactly. It's free from sin. Exactly. Not a one. And ain't one sin greater than the other. It's all the same. Exactly. It's a well. Uh-uh. Personally, I feel like it is because, as the Bible states, when you blaspheme against the Holy Spirit, ain't no coming back from that. You can blaspheme Jesus. He says that you can blaspheme my name, but if you blaspheme the Holy Spirit, oh, ain't no coming. God is not forgiving you for that. You cannot know and come back from blaspheming the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. Now they didn't talk about Jesus. He says that. You hear what they say about me? What you think they're gonna say about you? Yeah, I guess that is, but I'm just talking about like. But not the Holy Spirit now. You can't comfort. You can't well, comfort. You don't the want to blaspheme and none a part of. You the should want to, the but creator. there's some things that again that that can be forgiven. It's essentially what that is. Right. But blaspheming against the Holy Spirit is not a forgiveness. That's not a forgivable sin. Right. Um, Gideon, the doubtful judge who kept asking God for all those signs. Gideon's more for me was God's guidance can come in the midst of and in response to our present situation. If you look at these people who were starving because the Midianites were either taking or burning up their food, they hid at the bottom of a wine press. Gideon did. Gideon hid at the bottom of a wine press just trying to feed his family basically. And when he gets his calling, he's in a wine press. He is like, I'm in a place that I really shouldn't even be in right now. I'm down here. What was he doing with the weed? He was doing something with the weeds. He was basically doing, and I'm at a wine press. That's not what this is for. But I have to do this because, again, these Midianites is coming for us. I really don't have a choice. So under these circumstances, I can get why he would be doubtful and why God did all those miracles for him. Because again, at this moment, it's so much going on. Like there is so much going on because everybody is just doing what seems right in their own eyes. Nobody is following what God instructed. So clearly it wasn't until after Gideon got all those rewards from being faithful to God and his plan that he began to make that turn. Which I can also understand because God took me from stress to bless. That's how that works. When you stress, that's how your mind is. I'm constantly on the go because I got so much going on. But once you make it the blessed, I ain't got as much stress as I had before. So why would I be thinking that? 
Why would I go back to that? That's why my takeaway for him is even those, even those who make great spiritual progress can easily fall into sin if they don't constantly follow God. And as we are faithful, he give us more responsibility. He gives us more responsibility. And I got that last one because God told this man to tear down their idols and build another one and build an altar. Tear down and build my altar. He then went and used gold from Midian to make another idol of idolatrous worship. And from there, we saw what happened. Abimelech. Abimelech happened after Gideon went and made that altar. So, essentially again, when you're in a stressful place in your life, you can easily again fall into sin. Especially again if you're not constant with your fellowship, with your worship. If you're not constant with trying to maintain the relationship that you have with God, that faith. Because as we seen, he gave him the more responsibility. Now that I've seen that you, you have faith, now that you have passed this test, tear down that idol. Tear it down and build one for me. Thoughts, comments? Well, I mean, sometimes it takes a lot. Sometimes, I, you know, I can see how Gideon, because sometimes it takes... You know, he probably didn't think he was worthy of what he was going through, and God wanted to use him. That was the first you know what I'm saying? thing. So he definitely, like you, you know, little old me, like I'm from the least tribes. You get what I'm saying? Like my tribe is the smallest. My tribe is the most Can insignificant. I what I'm saying before and I even from that, I'm the least of my whole tribe. So yeah, I'm gonna need twelve signs to show that you calling on me. 12 and I'm gonna ask for all of them and God granted every one of them you want the fleece dry I'm gonna make it dry you want the fleece wet I'm gonna make it wet whatever it is you asking me to do because I want you to know and I want you to get and understand who you are who I created you to be I don't care if you from the most insignificant tribe I don't care if you the least of the people of your tribe I said go tear down that altar Let's get it done. Okay. I'm done. I'm guessing you forgot since you ain't got nothing to say. Yeah, you, I mean, you just, you done told the whole car. I mean, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Shit, you done took over again. Oh, man. Well, let's move on to Abimelech. Yeah, let's go ahead. Abimelech, he was the first self-declared king of Israel. I don't need God to basically, again, with Gideon. I showed this man 12 signs to show him he was the the judge. To show him that he was the person I chose. And Bimelech said, I ain't waiting for no signs. I am a king. I declare it. I decree. I am the king of Israel. And he killed 69 of his half-brothers because he was power-hungry and ruthless. Taking advantage of his father's position without imitating his character. But he re- he reaped what he sowed, basically. He reaped what he sowed. So the moral I got from him is goals, whether stated or not, 
control our actions and the corrupting effects of power requires God's wisdom in leaders. What you got to say about Abimelech? I got to say that he was mad that he had 69 brothers. And he ain't had no role. So he said he was mad at God. Fuck what y'all got going on, what y'all going through. I'm about to kill all y'all. Half brothers. And I'm about to go do my own thing. And he was successful for that for those few little glories that he had. He was successful for those few little glories. But yeah, he reaped what he sold at the end. But at the end of the day, he it, it didn't matter because his heart was already frozen. His heart was already gone. So it didn't really matter that he was dying or none of that. He just didn't. Isn't he the one to say, "Don't let a girl kill me" or that "Don't let her be the one to kill me" or something mm-hmm. like that? Listen, he ain't saying to God with nothing praying. He's like, I don't care. I'm going out. I know I had it coming. It don't matter. I'm still satisfied. But don't let her be the one to kill me. Don't he? He ain't worried about getting right with God. He wasn't worried. So he lived. He died as he lived. He was never right. Exactly. But I'm saying again, is, I didn't some people you came. You but what I'm saying is, king. some people, when you get to that point, like Lord, help forgive me. This, that, you know, whatever the case may be, when you in that situation. He didn't care. He still didn't turn away. He still didn't say, uh, you know, this nut third. He was like, yeah, don't let her be the one. That, don't let them say she killed me. I don't care. I ain't going on like no sucker. As I stated, culture-wise, women are less than us. So less I than. refuse. I refuse to let exactly. it be said that Even this, then, this is, is who So it's still trending. Me. Yeah. And he didn't care. He didn't want to get right with God. Even the people on the cross was like, hey, God, I mean, I, you know, hey, Jesus, can you help me out? You know, I want to go with you. He was like, I don't care. As long as you, I don't Because, care again, that. he had a goal, which is why I said that's a part of my so takeaway. He, your goals, whether stated or saying, not, control what your I'm, actions. What I'm saying is he still didn't repent or nothing. Because, He's, again, my, my goal I is to be king. Is. So this what am I going to repent for? I, I done killed 69 people. And, and most of them was his kinfolk. So they kid. all were. Yeah. I, I, I think it's my point. I will kill my own. And what, I, what I'm saying is, you know, at a time when it's death, people are remorseful as they are dying or whatever and say to God or whatever the case may be, but he still didn't care. That's all I'm saying. Because I have a goal. Go ahead, I don't care who I got to step on. I don't care who I got to kill. the people for being stepbrothers and they ain't never like them. Because who is going to respect, as they stated, the son of a prostitute? That doesn't matter. You're the son it wasn't, that he it had with the not, concubine. It wasn't That's fault, why though. you had to go kill but all that these wasn't other his fault, ones. Though. Because, again, if I was a part of them, I wouldn't that, have to do that. That wasn't his fault. But that's not he didn't my ask to part. Come here. He didn't ask to come here, but he wanted to know. But he knew that I got 70 other brothers who technically are entitled to this position before me. And fuck waiting for them to get the position and eventually trickle down to me. I have a goal. I ain't, got 69, I ain't got 69 minutes. I don't have it. And I'm going to take exactly. it right here. Exactly. Who y'all want to be king, as he stated? Mm-hmm. The, all of them or just me? Who who know. y'all going with? I'm with it. I'm with it. So again, my second part of that is again the corrupting effects of power requires God's wisdom in leaders. He again he did not have God's wisdom. He didn't have God at all. Cause had he had God, ain't no way I'm gonna go kill 
69 of my half brothers. And again, I'm gunning for 70. I want all of them dead. I'm gunning for all of them to be dead. Um, the next one, Tola. The only thing that it says about Tola is that he didn't live with his tribe. I don't even know. I've never even heard of him. Because, again, that's all it said, is that he didn't live with the tribe. He set up camp outside of his tribe. So, I don't really have no more of the story, because, again, that's all it said about him. He didn't live with the tribe. <laughs> he was, yeah. As, and you know what that just made me think of again? The House of Ho. Reagan again. I'm not living here. I'm not staying here with y'all. I'm not doing it. So that's my moral right there. Forget tradition. Forget the money. Forget what y'all sitting here talking about. Y'all all corrupt. So I'm going to go set my tent up out here outside the tribe, outside the camp because I ain't going down with all y'all. I am not going down with all y'all. I'm going to do my own thing. And I'm going to make sure that I continue to be blessed and stay blessed because all of y'all are going to hell. That's pretty much how I'm seeing it right now. Like, I don't know what y'all thoughts process are. I don't know what y'all think is right, but I know it ain't. And I don't want to be around here and be a part of it and go down with none of y'all. I'm not going down with this boat. He is in the trust. Had he been around with, when Noah was making that, huh, I'm on it. Y'all tripping. Y'all tripping. Y'all see this big ass boat? Exactly. And again, I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. And given the fact that you don't remember him, I don't guess you got too much to say at all. All right. Jair. That's what I'm saying. J A I R. Um, Jair, it just noted that his 30 sons was on 30 donkeys. And they owned 30 towns in Gilead. So my more for them was quite was basically quiet influence and effective leadership. Nothing much to say about them, yet they bought peace in the land for 45 years. So that's my more again. They had quiet influence. We don't got to be loud to make sure that the people follow the rules. We don't have to be out here killing 69 people in order for somebody to listen to us. Quietly and effectively, we are going to lead these people. We do not have to be boisterous. We do not have to be loquacious either. It, it don't take too much talking. This is what it is and this is what we're doing. Point blank and period. And again, 45 years of peace as a result. Thoughts, comments? Not at all. Stop putting a cup over here. Bring a cup over here. Jephthah, the one who wasn't named, I'm sorry, the one who wasn't wanted until he was needed and made that foolish, unnecessary vow. Now, Jephthah was a strategist who negotiated before fighting because he was a man of his word. And he waited on the response of his opponent to determine what course of action he was going to take. We don't know if he really burned up his daughter for me as a sacrifice or not. But whether said, I mean, but whether said in haste or not, he kept his word. So the more for his story for me is where, um, uh, no, the mores of his story for me were 
how you handle conflict and the measures of your trustworthiness is your willingness to take responsibility for the things that you say even if it will cost you a painful price there's a big difference between trying to settle a conflict through words and simply counterattacking because someone verbally assaulted you basically because somebody verbally embarrassed you so think before you speak because people remember what you say regardless if you were under heated emotions your reckless your reckless tongue will one day lead you to unforeseen and unwanted consequences and you can say what you want to say but you definitely can't pick the response you get that was what I have to say about Jeff. Do you got anything to say about Jeff? Mean what you say, say what you mean. Be honorable. A code of ethics. That's what I got. I just appreciate, like I said, did this man use his words first? Like He was a thinker. He, he was a strategist again. All that. I'm going to come to the battle. I'm going to come to the battle, but we can talk first. Because, again, I don't want us to be out here killing each other unnecessarily. Exactly. I don't want to be out here shedding people's blood and have people losing family members for no reason. Mean what you say, so you I'm going to come mean. talk yeah. to you. And, based, again, the conversation we had last night on the live podcast. I'm a, Again, I'm going up to the school. I need to talk to the parents. I need to see what the parents have to say. Because that will determine... How I'm moving about this situation. A, com- a conversation for every anything that's been misunderstood or not, or not don't have any understanding. Because when you interpret or make shit up, that's when stuff go haywire. But so before think just like think before you you know think every for every action is a reaction, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So instead of him going all steam ahead, let's go kill everybody or let everybody get killed. Let me see what's on his mind and where he's coming from. Let me exactly. see the real Exactly. He waited for the response. Yeah. I'm not here to sit here and, again, just take revenge on these people because they did something to me. Exactly. I'm going to go talk to these he's people first. Why. And I have to see what they say. Mm-hmm. And based off of what you said, the term is how I'm coming back at you. What's up? What's the name of my other podcast? Filling in the Gaps. Yeah. Exactly. Again, thank you. I'm not filling in the gaps. Exactly. I want to know why. I ain't about to sit here and guess and speculate and and put thoughts in between sentences that ain't there. Like I'm not about to do that. I'm gonna go talk to this man. I'm gonna go see what this man say. And based off of what he say, we either fighting or we not. Point blank and period. If I can understand basically where you coming from and why you did what you did, then I'm cool. However, y'all over here trying to attack us for some land that God gave us. Damn, that 300 get like, it's been 30 years. Ain't nobody came and said nothing all this time. And you want to come at me now? Why? Why? Why is you coming at me now? I need to know. Cause I ain't gonna come out here and just come straight attack you, right. because you come. To, I'm trying to figure out what happened. What happened? The same thing again with Samson. What happened? Why are these people here attacking our town? What took place here? Cause guess what? What we ain't about to do is lose no more people. So we gonna tie your ass up and take you over. You get what I'm saying? What happened? We need to know. We're not getting ready filling the gaps. 
Because we ain't getting ready to waste no bodies. We ain't getting ready to waste no blood or no, no time. time. We're not getting ready to waste none of that. So again, how you handle conflict is very important, especially when you're in a relationship. Because that's key. Because we're going to come into something. Something is going to arise. And I need to see how you're going to handle it. Friendship, relationship, whatever, how you want to go about it. Mm-hmm. The same way as I stated. When this man said he loved me more than he loved her or differently, whatever the case. a uh, Boom. I don't like it. I now have got a problem. And as a result, I'm going to tell on you. That's how I feel about this. So I see how you deal with conflict and I see how you handle things. So no, we cannot be friends. We can be associates, but we will not be friends. And that's basically, again, what Jephthah did. Based off your response, I'll let you know whether we could be friends, whether we enemies, whether we acquaintances, whether we nothing at all, or whether I'm going to kill your ass. Based off your response, I'll let you know what's getting ready to happen. And again, you because you cannot determine somebody's response. You cannot determine my response. You can say whatever you want to say, but you don't get to determine what I'm going to do after what you say. So if you come at me wrong, you should just know that's probably going to be my response too. Mm-hmm. Um... I have no idea again how to say this man's name, so I'm gonna spell it I B Z A N. The man with 30 sons and 30 daughters. I ain't got no more again to say because that's what it said. Clearly he was rich. And clearly he was out here laying that pipe. He got 30, he got 60 kids. 60. Six zero. Who has all, 60 children? He didn't have nothing. He just popped. He just busted open and everybody else had him. <laughs> he didn't have nothing. I don't he know. He just shouted out and everybody called him 60 times. 60. 30 sons and 30 daughters. He, like, so he has equal. He has, <laughs> yes, he has equal. It's equal, but again, clearly he, he was doing something right. Listen, he, That's did, he, he clearly did, was doing something right. He equally had as many sons as daughters. That is, he, you get, he's clearly was on the lower side. How you gonna give you the num a complete number? Complete. Thank you. I'm choosing somebody. A whole yes. number. Again, I don't, we can see it wasn't too much like I said said about some of these judges. So it's hard to come up with more of the stories for some of these people. Day. If they talked about every person and everything that they yeah, did, they just basically long. came up with the important part. Of, which is again, he had thirty sons and thirty daughters. That's all you needed to know about this mm-hmm. man. Elon, he was from the tribe of Zebulun and he ruled for 10 years again. That's all to say about him. It ain't much to say about the beginning more of his story. Abdon had 40 sons and 30 grandsons who rode on 70 donkeys. Nothing again really except they had wealth and influence. That's pretty much all you get from me. They had wealth and influence. I got nothing from them. That's pretty much the more. Once it ain't too much says they had wealth and they had influence. They had the money so people listened. God blessed them because obviously they was faithful and did what I told them to do. Mm-hmm. So as a result, just listen to what they said. Samson, the sexually promiscuous Nazareth. Now, come on. Again, world. the first thing, I, I, I before again we get into his moral of the story again, I have to ask, what do you think Samson looked like? 
because I told you. I think he looked like a Lil Wayne or a Lil Twin. He looked like somebody with some dreadlocks. And was little again. Because why would they keep asking him, where do you get your strength from? That I've always said that because I was like, listen, when you read, look at these movies that they depict based off the Bible, Samson is always this big black man. I don't even care if everybody else is white. Samson is always this big black man now. Why? Why is he always this big black man? Because they talked about how strong he was. What did he look like? I'm sticking with he. He looked like Lil Wayne to me. That's what I'm sticking with. He was a strong Lil Wayne. <laughs> I mean, I can't even. I don't know. I can't, Listen, I can't if this man imagine. was big like they showed him in movies, you would not have to ask him where do you get your strength from because it's evident. I mean, that's you got you big. You got these good, muscles. That's a good answer. Like but, I mean, I don't have to ask where you get I don't your know. strength from. I never from. even thought about it. That's like asking Terry Crews where you get your strength from. Right. That don't make no sense. Yeah, I, I probably thought he was strong. I probably thought he was just strong because I seen all the other ones. But maybe I'm getting him mixed up with Hercules. Oh, have mercy. You know the fuck no Hercules is in this fight. Nobody never said that name as far as I have read. Hercules. I'm talking about the movies where my Oh, man. Okay. Samson was from the tribe of Dan. And as we read, they did not conquer their inherited land, if you remember. That was more so towards the end of the story. So again, they did not conquer their inherited land. So they basically traveled from place to place trying to find a place they could conquer and settle. Thus, when Samson lived in the tribal army camp, his heart was stirred or he felt like he found his home. These are my people. These are the people who understand me and I understand them. And this is where I should be and what I should be doing. I'm tired of being bounced around and kept on a tight leash, which I am sure he was because he got those traditional parents who clearly served the Lord. So he probably had a lot of pressure put on him because, again, he's they came and they told us. We're going to have a son. I can't drink no alcohol. He can't drink no alcohol. Don't cut his head. Don't like they, I, this angel literally came to me and told me this. So ain't no way I'm getting ready to let your ass be out here doing anything and everything you want to do. When the Lord told me he chose you. Like he literally gave me you. I have been barren my whole life. And he came and said you are going to have a son next year. You are going to, he is going to be a Nazareth from the birth. From birth. So trust me, you was not getting ready to tell me that Samson was not kept on no tight leash. And that his parents was, listen, you you better stay right here. Because I don't know what they're doing over there. Mm, but that's how you I don't it. have no idea what's if going on over there. He's a child of God. You know what I'm you gotta keep and, but I mean, just think about it. I'm just saying as far as like if you got a, a preacher for a father. That's what I'm saying. Like mm-hmm. they're going to try to keep you on the tight leash to make sure that yes, you're not out here tarnishing my reputation and my name making me look bad, essentially. So, he probably had a lot of pressure put on him, too, because he was expected again to live a certain way that internally just didn't feel natural to him. It don't feel right. So, I say all that to say this is why your past 
is more useful to you than you think and likely why Samson made such poor judgment sinned terribly and didn't see the ladder was cold calculated by the fourth time by her fourth time of coming and saying Samson why do you keep lying to me you don't love me you keep giving me all these fake answers and every time I tie you up you break free again so the moral of the story for me as far as Samson goes is that great strength in one area of life does not make up for great weaknesses in other areas God's presence does not overrule a person's will and God can use a person of faith in spite of his past mistakes that was my moral for Samson because again yeah he might have been great in this one area but clearly when it came to picking women he's terrible he is very bad at picking the right women to be with because what does he prefer clearly Delilah's I'm here for the people who just here for me right now well I'm saying thinking that if he was spending this time in the whole house he would be and that's what I'm saying again that what came that comes with like I said his poor decision making because likely in my mind at these army camps that's who they sleeping with yeah cause it's an army camp cause it's an army exactly we ain't got no wives out mm-hmm. here we got, so why would I be looking for so that type of woman he was, he was accustomed to because as it stated it wasn't until he got to this army that his heart was stirred like I said with my parents they want me to not drink they want me to not have sex they want me to not, you get what I'm saying? Do all, everything is not, 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 not. I'm just saying, basically, it's what you cannot, that's all I keep hearing is what I cannot do. But that don't feel natural to me. That does not feel like that's what I should be doing. And it's not until we get to this place that I feel like this is what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm supposed to be out here fighting people for no reason. I'm supposed to be out here sleeping with prostitutes. I'm supposed to be out here angry for no reason. I'm supposed to be out here just making decisions based off of how I feel of what comes natural to me. Mm-hmm. Not what y'all are saying that the Lord is saying should be right. Because again, based off of what he's saying that I should and shouldn't be doing, I don't feel like that's me. I feel like that's a version of me y'all trying to create. And I'm not that person. So, again, God's presence does not overrule your will. Because just because God gives me strength does not necessarily mean that what I feel overrules what he says I should be doing. And again... In spite of his past mistakes, in spite of all that, God still used him. Mm-hmm. Those comments on Samson. That's how I feel. Good. Um, Delilah, the scammer. That's what I call her. Delilah, the scammer. One thing about her story you can't say is she doesn't get the job done. That is one thing you cannot say about Delilah. Delilah is persistent when faced with an offer. 
and clearly she valued money more than relationships and again same way Samson's up upbringing uh, upbringing had something to do with him hers did too because her upbringing was in the city of trade and commerce again the place where this is what it's about here the money I live in a place where all we talk about is it's trade no and money if you ain't trying to use them if you can't use a motherfucker for your advantage you know that's what type of time she's doing. And again, what worth? Who, the, what are you worth the same way why I say about the astrology and how it does not matter. Their environment, their upbringing is likely what shaped their character. You get what I'm saying? That is likely what made them do the things that they do and be the way that they are. Or maybe she had emotional pain or trauma from a previous relationship and she was operating all pain. Like, you get what I'm saying? Like, you, you don't know essentially you don't but for me if this is the place that I live in the same like like how I feel here if you grew up in a place where all you know is violence that's all they talk about that's all I hear all day what do you think I'm going to do like what do you think I'm going to want to obtain to to be to strive like my my personality what do you think that's going to turn out to be if that's all I see around me so who knows? But her moral for me was place your trust in trustworthy people. And using people or harming others is a type of self-destructive behavior. That's likely what drew her to Samson. That's likely what drew her and Samson together in the first place. Again, they both experienced traumatic things. We both grew up in places where it was basically destructive, self-destructive. Like what's going on here is not good it's not going to help me be emotionally mature it's not going to help me be mentally mature it's not going to help me be financially mature like where I live at is basically emotionally dysregulated that's what I would say it's basically emotionally dysregulated and it's essentially be just trauma bonding we just trauma. We have a lot of that now and here. We, we got a lot of that in us. That's mm-hmm. a lot of people. Like when you hear about all these toxic relationships that people be in, where it's like, well, he hit me and I hit her. And that video I showed you that day, well, yeah, she is literally riding up on the curb to try to hit this man. And he is just standing there, ah, basically antagonizing her and trying to get her to crash into the building. I'm trying to get you to F this car up and F you up at the same time. Emotionally tra- trauma bonding. Because again, why didn't you get, get in that car and drive your ass off? Why was your response, I'm going to run his ass over. Like, he's he playing a, games with me I, and I'm not about to do this. Because you let, your, you let that other side take over instead of saying, fuck that nigga. And I'm out. And it is what it is. Because you could have heard them more leaving and not tripping when you did try to run them over. Because he wouldn't have expected that from you. He expected you to act the way you act. The same way like that girl I told you in that fatal attraction story I saw. Where she said that. Like, why didn't you tell me your brother was the way that he was? Had you told me that, I would have never got into this situation. Like, I would have never talked to him. However, knowing that, 
And saying that, he texts her, come through. Come through. We having a party, come through. Why would you show up if that's how you felt? Why would you show up to this party if you felt in your mind there was something wrong with him? And as a result of leaving this party, she didn't leave. Not alive anyways. She didn't leave alive. That's my point. When you know that, get away. I don't care that you text me come through to a party. I ain't that damn bored, essentially. I am not that damn bored that I'm going to come to your house party when I know you're crazy. I know there's something mentally wrong with you. I know you are not all the way there. So why am I coming around you? To me again. Shit like that don't make no sense. It doesn't make sense. The same way like I'm saying. As we're sitting here reading this. This lady tried to kill you four different times. Why are you still here? Why are you still here? Why do you wait until. And, and not on uh, again. That was another. Uh, forget the fact that she tried to kill me four times. Why well, I my one my one thing time. with Samson my oh. one thing with Samson is why did you tell her the truth? She so has Samson been trying to kill you. So Samson didn't have any common sense. Again, trauma bonding. He didn't have any common sense. I just want to be loved. We all want that I just too, want the companion. I just want that warm body next to me at nighttime. He and that, if she want to that particular person kill me, he done been with a whole rack of holes. So it was something about her that he particularly liked. And I can understand that. But I still wouldn't have told her the truth. Now, I, I, I hear what you're ago. saying. But again, you, you gotta, know me. God, worked, God was working. Yeah. This is how I'm going to get the Philistines. This is how I'm getting ready to get to them. Through her. which is You get what I'm saying? I understand that part. However, for me, like I said, why did you get to the point where you've you been lying this whole time? Because she keep trying to kill me. He keep lying and so you really thought in your mind that if I tell her the truth, she going to be like, okay, he finally told me the right. truth. I'm going to leave him alone. Right. But Not some, that she gonna attempt to try to kill got, me again. But you had to go through what you had to go through to get to the end. To Four the times. End yeah. Yeah. Four some, times. Sometimes it takes people longer than that. You know what I'm saying? Just because if you might wrote, you might just because you listen before you speak. Just because I hear what some you're people saying, handle, but I'm just saying handle things different or get things differently. Some people don't get it quicker than the other. And That's with education. As a result, it's a lot of shit that you, you don't, don't get live long. The aha, yeah, That's just my but result. You, but that. as but a result, he, you don't but, live long. But he did, he lived long enough to do what God desired him to do. He got to do it for a whole twenty years. That's yeah. my whole point. He got to do it yeah. for a whole twenty years. What God years. desired him to do, and he and if God wanted him to have confidence, was it for twenty one until he was. All I'm saying is, again, we all know that Samson died young. Now, all it's not, I know is, had he not did what he was supposed to do, then all the Philistines things wouldn't have been gone. So, for, yeah, if God had I mean, a again, this was a way, like I said, again, yes, this is a way for him to take revenge on the Philistines. That, yes, this is a way for him to get because back at the Philistines. Because if God didn't give him no sense the first two times to just tied him up, <laughs> then apparently he had a plan. The same you know, way with exactly. Pharaoh. The same, the same thing same with a lot way of with us. Pharaoh. Because, again, no. ain't no way the first thing 
The first you thing Moses people, said to man, me is the Lord people, said he's going to kill you your son. They asked me and they still and they had ways out and they still did. You got a lot of people doing a lot of different things, emotional attachment, fit, fit, all that shit. You and know what I'm saying? Me, it's, it's the time mentality. to come out, it's time to come out. Because as I'm stating, for me, like I said, it's the mentality. If you are not if you haven't grown past thirteen, you are thirty six and still have the mind of a thirteen year old. You should know again that you like my whole thought is you're not gonna listen to because you're a child. You don't make rational decisions. What like, I mean, I can't even see that because my nephew got a mind of a, and he, I mean, and what's where is he? Is my point. What I'm saying is, but he's and still he, my of point. all the things that he's gotten himself into, God is still holding on to his life. He's still blessed. No, he. My thing is, when God wakes you up every day, He's giving you another chance to get it right. I see I'm giving you another chance to get it right, and eventually I'm going to stop he giving you that chance. He does. That's what technically what we say, but we also know based off of this, I'm going to give you chance after yeah, chance course, after chance. He gives However, chance chance eventually it comes to a point where you have run out of those chances. You have willingly decided to go your own way. So based off of that, you get what you get. Right. And because if you don't want to go do what I say. You don't want to follow my rules. You don't want to be obedient. Man, then you need to do what you want. Then yeah. whatever happens to you, happens to you. That's my you whole to... thing about when everybody comes with this world and how did God let this happen and how did God let that. Everything is not that God let that happen. He, he let it happen because, again, you willingly decided to not obey me. You willingly decided to be disobedient and go your own way. I literally just told you the first thing I said against to Pharaoh is that I'm going to kill your son. I started with that. And again. Meanwhile, you let me hit y'all with 12 different plagues before eventually I got to the one of me killing your son and you being like, okay, you take these people, people and get out of my town. Four times and they still go back to doing whatever they're doing. It's a cycle. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but again, because when you don't God's pay attention, it's my thing. You pay attention, 50 you... Cent for me is a prime example of that. He said, I'm not going back to jail. I learned my lesson. It ain't fun. I am not doing this again. Let me go be a rapper. Let me go do something. Because what I'm not about to do is this. Well, I ain't a rapper. And I ain't going back to jail. So, <laughs> At my point, you learned your lesson is what I'm saying. You learned your when you do that. The same way that why Remy Ma has that my true life crime story, whatever that is. All these people again, I'm about to get caught. I'm gonna go to jail. I have to change my life. I cannot do this. I cannot be this way. Pharaoh is my point, is not one of those people. He has willingly decided I don't care who this man says he is. I don't care what he's capable of doing. I'm God. That's just like M M and uh, uh, thank Similar. you, Abimelech. Yeah. Thank you. I'm self-declaring. I'm not getting ready to wait for right. God to tell me that I'm blessed. I'm, I'm declaring myself blessed. I'm declaring myself to be who it is. And again, as a result, what happened? That's what I'm saying. You decided this. I didn't. So you get what you get. That's my whole point. You get what you get, especially when you make these decisions and decide to do this. So don't come at me talking about some why did God let this happen to me when you let this happen to you. Yep. You decided to be disobedient and go your own way. So when you want to go your own way, whatever happens, happens. I'm not there. You cannot look for my protection when I have declared 
I'm no longer with you. You ain't with me. You not for me. So why am I sitting here protecting you? That don't make no sense. Make it make sense. Micah. Micah the one making idols. Um, I gave his moral already during the season. Good intentions aren't good enough. This man went and created again his own religion. So yes, he had good intentions, but it don't necessarily mean that your good intentions are good enough. Point blank period. Because your good intentions again created this mess. You you thought you were doing something good. Because again, you were doing what seemed right in your eyes. I didn't say that was right to do. It is what it is now, basically. Again, you get what you got. Because as a result, as he stated, I don't have nothing left. Y'all can't take my idols. Y'all can't take my priests. Y'all mm. took all my stuff. What I got left? Mm. Again, you did what was seen right in your own eyes. Uh, the Levite and his concubine. When we abandon God and his word, all sorts of evil will likely follow. That was my more for the Levite and his concubine. Again, how do you have a concubine as a Levite? You the priest. You're not supposed to be out here. What, what's happening? You have just literally abandoned my word. You have abandoned everything I done told you. And look what is again now happening as a result. All sorts of evil. And that's pretty much all I got for everybody in this story. Yeah, that's what's up. Um, well, with that being said, we are going to conclude this season, season four of 2020 Bible Stories. And as always, I'm your host and storyteller, Meek, and with me is Fish, your thought commentator. Stay tuned next season where we will begin reading the very short book of Ruth. And until then, stay blessed, stay safe. Stay reading and meditating daily. And I've also, again, pointed that out because if you're listening to this, you might want to go ahead and catch up on Ruth yourself. Go ahead and read it before we read it. So that way, when you hear from us, you can come with your own takeaways, what you got from the story. Because it may not be what we have. So, again, remember to always send us your uh, thoughts and comments into 2020BibleStories at gmail.com. Look at God. That concludes this episode of 2020 Bible Stories. Stay tuned next week for a new episode.